I'm Crystal, and I'm addicted to sister wives. <laughs> Hi, Crystal. <laughs> I started watching that. What a joke that guy is. <laughs> but I can't stop. <laughs> I've, uh, I don't know. I can't with the reality TV. I just... I don't know. We were watching the, well, what did you have on the one day? And we were watching that. Oh, 90 recording. Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. I'll, I'll admit, I got into that one. I haven't watched it on my own, but when you had it on, I was like, I know, hey. you couldn't look away. It was that one girl that was going to Serbia. Yeah. I think she was going to go to Serbia. And we were like, no, <laughs> yeah. you little white lady, no. I know. I we like, don't go there. <laughs> and we were supposed to record, but I couldn't stop I watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were both like, can't go to Serbia. It's scary. <laughs> Stay here. I was going to say, I'm Crystal. I'm addicted to 90 Day Fiance as well. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> I don't remember. The husband called me, and I had to stop there for a second. Um, oh, yeah, we were talking about uh, how I'm addicted to 90 Day Fiance, and Reality TV. Yep. That's me. That's my <laughs> life. That's all I watch now. <laughs> Except today, I watched some Phineas and Ferb because I love that show. That was one of my top dogs when I was a kid. It's okay. I'm addicted to teen dramas. Yeah, I can, I'm I can wa- do teen dramas. I'm watching through Pretty Little, Little Liars again. Oh. <laughs> That's a good one. That one was good. Secret Life of the American Teenager. Although that kind of fell short towards the end. It wasn't even fun anymore. Yeah, it got really girl. weird. Man, we're such girls. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Guilty pleasures. <laughs> so, we got a wacky one. Yeah, you could say that. Um... Forewarn, like, little warning ahead of time. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. And I was telling Christina about this. I'm going to try my best to be fair and not that judgmental. But oh, it's going to make this really, really hard for me. You're going to go off. I was telling Crystal, like, I was going off. Like, I almost texted her and <laughs> she asked her for a different topic. <laughs> And this was my idea, so... She literally shows up, she's like, this is what I got, and I'm not doing any more research. It's dumb. (laughs) I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. Yeah, so fair warning, this is not my finest work, okay? Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) Um, We're going to be talking about flat earth theory today. Yay! Which I've always kind of laughed at. It's like something you hear and you're like, oh, ha, ha, of course the earth is round. Like, what are you talking about? Until you deep dive. And then you deep dive and research (laughs) and try and figure out what it's all about. And you just... And you realize it's a real thing. (laughs) Spiral into this void of idiocy. (laughs) I know. I'm not... Like, I mean, uh, I just, I just know me. I'm just going to be like, why, why are humans, humans, <laughs> <laughs> humans don't know how to human anymore. And we messed that up. And I also, 
also told Crystal, I apologize in advance because we may get our first hate mail because flat earthers are nuts. Yeah. I'm sorry, but you are. Yeah. Like you're, you're nuts. You're crazy. So hopefully we don't have any flat earthers <laughs> listening. Earth is round. <laughs> like I said, dinosaurs even said the earth was round. They said it and I heard it with my own ears. They said it was round, so I don't know how you're going to argue with a dinosaur, so obviously. Yeah, and I I don't feel right about furthering this discussion anymore, so I have what I have. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> which is basically just reading from the actual websites. Eek. Um, if you want to learn more, do it on your own. <laughs> We're just going to have a weird conversation, me and Crystal, okay? Oh, I feel like this would be like the same rabbit holes, like Scientology, <laughs> cults, weird stuff. Oh, but this one is just stupid. It's stupid. I'll just, it's stupid. Okay, so we'll get into it. Yay! I guess I've bashed it enough. Just um, rip the band-aid off. Um, welcome to the Roast of Flat Earth. So, I showed that as a title. <laughs> um, Corner Combos presents the roast of flat earthers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Crystal, because once I start reading the actual text from these websites, you're going to interrupt me like every other sentence. You're going to have a field day. I actually can't wait to hear what you say. <laughs> I'm already biting my tongue because I know where this is gonna go. I already, I already told my husband. I was like, "This is gonna, this is gonna be a tough one for me." I'm gonna try. I'm not gonna promise though, but I will try. So we're gonna start with the facts, okay, people? We're gonna, we're gonna get grounded. Facts. No, actual facts. Oh, they're actual facts. The, these are actual facts. Earth is a sphere. Ah, yes, that is a fact. And how do we know this? Because basically, you can see the Earth's curvature through satellites that have been launched into space, through telescopes, through examining other planets in our solar system. I bet and you blah, can blah, find blah. a YouTube live stream right now of the Earth. It's freaking obvious. Yeah. Okay. And ancient people. Okay, before we had the ability of complex thought, they had a reason to believe the earth was flat. Right. Because they would stay in one spot pretty much. And to them, you can, only, it. You can only see so far into the distance. Yeah. And the earth is flat. You right. see the same moon, stars, sun, like all the time. So for them, the Earth, it makes more sense. Yeah, the Earth was flat. What are they gonna do? Fly to another country? Because they can't do it. So yeah, I would say that if that were me, I'd be like, this is it. This is our life. This is Earth. Yeah, right here. But it's not. <laughs> And the reason why the Earth seems like it's flat is because it's ginormous. Hello. Like, you cannot 
see yeah. with your human eye the curve unless you are very, very, very high up. We're a tiny little ant in the universe. So this is coming from the UNLV website from one of their articles, and it says that a human being is one millionth the size of the radius of the earth. So that we are teeny, we're like an ant, okay? Yeah, we're, we're not top we're dog not, out of this area. <laughs> we're not, we can't, we can't see. So that's why, that's why. I thought it was like how, like, when you're near an ocean and you could just see it, mm -hmm. but then it just kind of, like, cuts off there. Yeah, but you can. Because if you sit, and, and I'll get into this later with the flat earthers, quote, proof. <laughs> but, like, you're watching... Like, if, you, if you're on the beach or whatever, and you're looking out, if it's a clear day, whatever, the water goes on forever, you can kind of see it. Yeah. And then when you're watching, like, if ships are coming in, you can see. It comes like, up. It kind of, like, rolls up. Yeah. And you can see the curve. It curves. It's, like, obvious. Yeah. So... About 2,500 years ago, during the Iron Age, is when the Greeks figured out that the Earth was round. Okay? And they did this in two ways. Greeks aren't dumb. They, what, they, like, invented math and all this other stuff. So the Greeks were super smart. Okay? Let's not go backwards. Let's move forward. Right. So the ancient Greeks would observe... Lunar eclipses. So first they saw that during a lunar eclipse, the shadow of the Earth always had a round profile. And this happened regardless of the time of night that the eclipse occurred, the season, or the direction that the shadow crept across the moon's surface. The only object, cast, the only object that casts a circular shadow would be a sphere. Right. And second, they noticed the star patterns. So they noticed how things change from north to south. So if you're standing at the North Pole, Polaris, which is the North Star, would be directly overhead. On a flat Earth, Polaris would always be visible no matter how far away from the North Pole you moved. Weird how science works. So... <laughs> Um, so basically if you're down in Australia, you can't see Polaris. Right. And the Greeks like mapped out, like that's where we even get astrology from, right? Mm -hmm. So astronomy study of stars, but even astrology, like the Zodiac and all that based off of the stars and how they move. It's obvious that the stars move in the night sky. Yeah. So you start out at like 8 p.m. and oh the stars are pretty and then you come back out in three hours and they've all shifted yes it's because the we are moving the earth is moving so then in the third century bc it was a um a greek word greek name eratosthenes 
Eratosthenes. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> um, some Greek mathematician. <laughs> that Greek guy. <laughs> uh, he was also a poet, athlete, and astronomer, geographer. He first figured out that the Earth could be curved by conducting an experiment during the summer solstice by using the sun and a wooden pole and measured the length of the shadow throughout the day as the sun passed overhead. So kind of like a sundial, right? Where so Oh, that's interesting. The sun's actually. over here mm-hmm. at noon. So he so my arm is straight up and down for those of you at home that can't see. And my other hand is the sun. <laughs> it's a really good diagram, people. Really good diagram. We need video. So the sun is moving over. Right? And basically, when you're right above it, there's no shadow. Correct. And as it moves, shadows on the shadow other side. gets longer and rotates around the object. So that's how he figured it out. And then he was also able to mathematically calculate the circumference of the Earth to within just 2% of the Earth's actual size. That is really impressive. Yes. Super impressive. And they didn't have nothing but a stick in the ground. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So so he did that calculation by, um, by, like, traveling from one city to the next city and, like, measuring the distance. And then using the shadow thing and some other. I am not a mathematician, so I'm not going to explain it. You can Google this as well. But basically, he figured out that the Earth was 39,375 kilometers. And actually, in actuality, it's 40,041 kilometers. So he was damn close. That's <laughs> that's about textbook definition of, like, ballparking it. Because that was... Wow. That was damn smart. What happened? So then in we move we we fast forward into I think this would be after the Middle Ages. I don't know. The Middle Ages were quite a time. Yeah, so this is okay, so this is 16th century. Okay. So that's like wait, what era is that? I don't know. I like, forgot to look it up. <laughs> Victorian, not uh, medieval, pre, right? Pre pre Renaissance? No, Renaissance was Renaissance was after medieval. Okay, maybe post-Renaissance. Something like that. Okay, so in the 16th century, there was the Magellan-Elcano expedition. And that was led by Portuguese explorer Ferdinand Magellan and Spanish navigator Juan Sebastian Elcano. And they sailed from Spain in 1519 with the goal of reaching the Spice Islands of Indonesia, which are on opposite sides. Well, right. Yeah, you would have to go all the way around, right? Um, The journey lasted over three years and claimed the lives of Magellan and many of his crew, but the expedition did make it to the Philippines in 1522. Okay. So from there, the surviving members of the expedition continued on to China, and they became the first Europeans to circumnavigate the globe. That is so interesting that these people did that. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so cool. And this this provided the first conclusive proof that the Earth, Earth is a fer- spherical object. 
because they made it all around in a circle in a big round circular spherical circle yes they did not fall off the face of the earth the earth is round. You know, like a little hamster in a hamster wheel, yeah. and it just kind of keeps going and going and going? Yeah. Maybe you should kick yours into gear. And this I thought was pretty interesting, and I have a picture to show Crystal. Um, on December 30th, 1930, the first photograph that captured the curvature of the earth was displayed at a joint session of the American Association for the Advancement of Science. The photo was taken by Captain Albert Stevens of the U.S. Army, Corps, Army Air Corps, which later became the U.S. Air Force. He used a panchromatic photographic film to record an image of an area larger than some states. So he was able to capture like multiple states in this photo. In 1932, Stevens took the first photograph of the moon shadow on the Earth during a solar eclipse. And in 1934, Stevens and Army officer Major William Kepner and Captain Orville Anderson boarded a specially built balloon to attempt to break the altitude record. However, the balloon burst, <laughs> but all three men had been um, able to parachute to safety. I was going to ask, like, <laughs> did they make they were, it? They were fine. <laughs> okay. But that's the photo. Oh, wow. That's really cool, isn't it? That is actually really cool. And see, look, here's the curve. Right? And yeah. then you can even see, like, the atmosphere a little bit. That is so cool. Yeah. How'd they do that? So there's a caption on the photo that I'm going to read as well. It says, uh, Curvature of the Earth. This picture by Lieutenant Colonel Albert W. Stevens, taken above the South Dakota Prairie is the first visual proof, apart from the Earth's shadow on the moon, that the Earth is round. Um, other extraordinary features of the photograph are the atmospheric layers, which are indicated, and this was taken at an altitude of 72,395 feet. Wow. At that time, the highest ever reached by man. Wow. And they did that in a balloon? I don't think they did that or in the they, balloon. They might have done that. I don't know. They might have done that from some sort of aircraft. Maybe higher because the balloon popped. The balloon, Maybe they tried to balloon. Yeah, they tried to use the balloon to go even higher, but that didn't work. Mm, got it. Okay. But I thought that was really cool. That's super interesting. And, like, you can see, too, like, so obviously it's a black and white photo, but, like, you can see, like, the landscape and... yeah. Maybe even towns, and you can definitely see that curve. Oh, yeah, you could definitely see like, it. And on, the other side, too. On each side of the photo, like the one side is a little more, but like you can totally tell. We can't have like a perfect circle every no. time. <laughs> so, so those were the facts. And this brings us to. The today, not facts. Today's discussion. <laughs> oh, all right. Just tear it off. Let's do this. All right. Let's ready? do this. You ready for this? Oh, about as ready as I'm ever going to be. Okay. So first I'm just going to explain a couple concepts, okay? So in science, when you do something scientific. Right. 
there's the scientific method, right? Of course. And the scientific method, which we learned from elementary school, all through school, is a method of procedure that has characterized natural science since the 17th century, consisting in systematic observation, measurement, and experiment, and the formulation, testing, and modification of hypothesis. Correct. So this is, it's different, it's applied differently depending on what your field of study is, However, it's, you get the same outcome it's every the same time. same thing, and it's kind of this cyclical process where you make your observation, you pose a question, you research the topic in order to form your hypothesis, and then you conduct your experiment, analyze the data, and report the findings. Mm-hmm. Straightforward. This goes on and on, basically, until you can either prove or disprove your idea. Yes. This is how we figure things out, right? With multiple experiments. Right? Exactly. There's something called the Zetetic method. And this is the <laughs> method that pretty much Flat Earth is based on. And the Zetetic method is a system of scientific, scientific inquiry that bases conclusion on experimentation and observation rather than any initial theory that is not to be proved or disproved. So basically... Your fucking opinion. Exactly. <laughs> Which we all know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. And two, two people can look at, look at something and come to different conclusions. Right. So That's why they call it the scientific inquiry and not... An actual method or a scientific proven fact. So if you're just looking at something and you can come to a different conclusion, obviously this is not the correct way to go about things. Right. You could be colorblind or I could be colorblind and I say, hey, Christina, what color is my little Halloween Christmas tree? And you'd be like, oh, that looks purple. And I'd be like, no, that looks like this. But same fucking tree. It's just we both see it differently. Mm-hmm. Or, weird, you could just be contrary for contrary's sake, like the founder of the Flat Earth Movement. Oh, boy. I love how there's always a founder. Samuel Burley Robothman, who is an English guy in the 1800s. <laughs> there you go. Here's your proof. I'll give him this, though, okay? The movement started out as a way to question your surroundings, question what you think you know, rather than just blindly accepting things that you're told or you read or something you think you've known your whole life. So basically more of an experiment than a cult kind of thing. Yeah, no, Flat Earth isn't a cult. It's just like a belief, like an idea. I think it's a cult. But basically, <laughs> the idea is supposed to be um, do your own research, right? If you think something is is true, then find it out. If you think it's wrong, then find it out. Okay, okay so he wasn't going around preaching it, I guess I should say. It was more of just like, hey, here's my idea. If you kind of agree, maybe we should like band together and like, 
investigate. Kind of. And experiment. Which sounds good, right? Because you always want to form your own opinion about things. Yeah. You don't want to, it's okay to be skeptical. You don't want to, you know. Exactly. It's not harm to kind of present your idea. Right. So the sky is blue. If someone tells you the sky is orange, you don't want to say, okay, yeah, it's orange. You want to figure it out for yourself. Right. The, so he wrote this pamphlet in 1849 under the pseudonym Parallax. <laughs> it's kind of a cool name. Which Not going to lie. <laughs> which was called Zetetic Astronomy, Earth Not a Globe. And later he expanded it into a book. And he used the method which he called Zetetic Astronomy, um, which is basically observation, which I want to cut in and right here and say, we've already made observations that the Earth is round, right? Right. But they're saying that you can observe that the Earth is flat. So they're con- they're contradicting themselves right off the bat. Yeah. So he models the Earth as a flat disk and uh, centered at the North Pole and bounded along its perimeter by a wall of ice <laughs> with the sun, moon, planets, and stars moving only several thousand miles above the Earth's surface. How many miles? Thousand. Several thousand. Uh Uh-uh. He's joking, right? And did you catch that? Moon, sun, stars move around the Earth. So not only did he say the Earth is flat, he brought us all the way back into saying that the Earth is the center of the universe. When Galileo said, (laughs) no... It's the sun that doesn't move, and it's us that move. And um, how did he determine this? Oh, boy. How did he? What, what did he do to, to come to this conclusion? Look at the stars. There was a six mile, six miles channel in England. Uh, this was this was called his this was called his Bedford level experiment. So on the Bedford River in Cambridgeshire in the UK, uh-huh. he observed for six miles and determined that he couldn't see a curve, so therefore the earth is flat. Did he, I don't know, this is just kind of something that popped in my mind. Did he maybe, like, walk just to keep going to see? (laughs) And six miles is kind of um, really close to see, I don't know, rocks, mountains. I could see mountains from here. And he's like, there's no curve, only rocks and mountains and hills. And I didn't move from this spot. (laughs) So that's, you know. I picked this spot. 
And I looked in one direction, not anywhere else, and said, boy, this is it. And you know why he actually did the experiment? I would love to know. (laughs) Because he kept running his mouth telling people, the earth is flat, the earth is flat. And so everyone called him out and said, okay, where's your proof? This spot right here. If you look over that way, you definitely can't see a curve over here. Don't look around. Don't look around. Don't look over there. You want to look in this spot. You see these hills? No way. No way there's a curve when you got hills right there. Again, don't look behind you. Look in this direction. It's the only direction that counts. (laughs) And it's not mentioned that this man had any sort of degree in... No kidding. Science or whatever, (laughs) or even medicine. Oh, my lady. Because get this. Oh, was he a doctor too? He was charged with numerous wrongful deaths, including that of one of his own children, for prescribing quack remedies. Like... He's one of those people, isn't he? Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, man, that paper cut looks bad. You need some cocaine for that, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing that's going to fix it, that cocaine. So, yeah. So he, um, after This is a great founder. This is already like, my founder killed multiple people, looked in one direction. Like, we definitely could trust this guy. He knows what he's talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, so after he died, someone named Lady Elizabeth Blount um, continued the Universal Zetetic Society, which Robothman had founded. And in uh, 1956, it became the Flat Earth Society, and it's... um, president was Samuel Shenton. That's not that far back. No. (laughs) So Samuel Shenton in the 50s or before, it was like during the space space race, right? The Cold War, everything like that. We gotta beat Russia to the moon. Mm -hmm. He's, he was making argument about everything just for the sake of arguing. Like, anytime they sent up a satellite, so Sputnik, and whatever else they sent up, he just, this is fake. It's not real. Of course. And he was later, um, like, just became, like, snake oil salesman, like, con guy pretty much yeah so it's a great he pulls a leaf out of a tree and he goes put that on your boo-boo that will fix everything so let me describe (laughs) what the flat earth looks like okay oh you're yeah this is already just making me want to so start donkey punching people in the throat (laughs) (laughs) the earth a disc okay and at, at, at its central point we have the north pole <laughs> do we <laughs> which 
bitch, how can there be a pole if it's flat? Mm. And then surrounded, surrounding the North Pole, all of the continents are kind of just like splayed out, equidistant. And then around the very edge of the Earth is a 165-foot ice wall, which is what we believe to be Antarctica. (laughs) What? Oh, and also, okay. I can't even picture this in my mind. This is so stupid. I'll show you a picture. Also, um, so the, 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 the moon and the earth, uh, the sun and all the stars, they revolve around the planet, right? Mm-hmm. But earth is infinite. What? Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes absolutely no sense because Antarctica is not even that big anymore. Because it's starting to slip away. That's why polar bears are moving. So it's not even that big. So you're... Not you. These people are trying to say that there is a 160 foot... Which isn't even that big. There's mountains over here that are way bigger. That is the stupidest fucking picture I've ever seen in my life. That is dumb. It's like they took one part of Earth and just went. Oh, and also, is it just a flat disc? I would be my guess. No, it's like a cone of dirt that's under, like this. So it's like this cone of dirt. Imagine an upside down mountain that's whacked off and, and circular shaped. So the Earth is the flat part, the chopped off, the flat. But there's a little, what, does that hold the lava? Is that what they're saying? Like there's magma in that little tiny little point? See, no, because that's dumb. Because like I was saying, Antarctica is not even that big. So you just want to try to tell me that when we get down to Antarctica, it's this giant fucking wall that just goes on forever and ever and ever, even though you could literally like probably walk Antarctica and then make it to the other side and call it a day? But it keeps you from falling off the edge of the earth, right? That's why it's there. A plane so goes off. higher than 160 feet. And you want to tell me that they don't <laughs> fucking see that shit? You're going to sit there and say that there's a plane that definitely goes higher. Like I said, the fucking mountains over here that people ski is probably taller than 160 feet. And you're going to say that a plane does not somehow cross over it's like what they fly over the ice and then boom there's space (laughs) do they run this shit in their head where they're like that kind of doesn't make any sense no they just say whatever the hell they want to so they're proof here they're a little well i got an excuse for that just kind of isn't cutting par with me because that that's stupid well, is anyone else on board? If if you want if you want to become a flat earther and learn more about it, 
There are two websites that I found. One for the Flat Earth Society, which is tfes.org. I think they should take the .org, because that should be for educational websites, not... um, Made up shit. Pretty much. And the... uh, this one also says the Flat Earth Society. It's the flatearthsociety.org. Again, they, have, they should take away that .org. It should be .com. They have similar information, but I think they're run by different people. Anyway. So, <laughs> here's the part <laughs> where I just straight read from the websites because... <laughs> because. There's, okay? Yeah. There's no point. <laughs> All right. So, from the first one, tfes.org, in their frequently asked questions page. (laughs) I already love this. (laughs) What evidence do you have? That's a fair argument. The evidence for a flat earth is derived from many different facets of science and philosophy. The simplest is by relying on one's own senses to discern the true nature of the world around us. The world looks flat. The bottoms of clouds are flat. The movement of the sun. These are all examples (laughs) of your senses telling you that we do not live on a spherical world. This is using what's called an empirical approach or an approach that relies on information from your senses. You should see Crystal's face. This is irritating me. I can say the stove's not hot either because I sense it's not hot and still touch it. And guess what? It's probably going to be hot. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. I sense this hole isn't deep. I don't think I'm going to break all my bones. Oops. You ready for the next one? I'm looking at the fucking clouds right now. I'm like, you can't fucking tell me those bitches be flat. They're not flat. No, clouds don't look flat. No, they don't. Oh, no. Are you ready for the next one? No. (laughs) Let's do it. Also a valid question. People have been into space. How have they not discovered that the Earth is flat? I gotta hear this one. (laughs) The most commonly accepted explanation of this is that the space agencies of the world are involved in a conspiracy, faking space travel and exploration. This is likely began during the Cold War space race in which the USSR and USA were obsessed with beating each other into the space uh, to the point that each faked their accomplishments in an attempt to keep pace with the other's supposed achievements. Since the end of the Cold War, however, the conspiracy is most likely motivated by greed rather than political gains and using only some of their funding to continue fake space travel saves a lot of money to embezzle for themselves. You're right. That tiny little third world country 
It's only money in their eyes. In light of the above, please note that we are not suggesting that space agencies are aware that the Earth is flat and actively covering it up. They depict the Earth as being around simply because that is what they expect it to be. <laughs> we aren't suggesting it, but everything we just said before then suggests that they faked it. How are you going to be? What? They just contradicted themselves. Exactly. We're not saying that they're doing it. But we're saying that they're doing it. That's the whole issue with this. Are are you do you understand why I got mad now? I I would probably give up right about here and be like, this is it. Do you understand why I almost just scrapped it? <laughs> but this is actually kind of fun. I'm actually, yeah, it is pretty fun because I've always been kind of curious as to why they kind of think these things. Like even just looking out my window, I can still see a curve with the mountains and everything like that. And I've always known it's been round. That's why you can keep going and going. Like you could just circle the earth time and time again if you really wanted to, because you're never gonna encounter something that stops you. Mm -hmm. And if you do, it surely is not gonna be a 160 foot wall. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Bet you some people could jump that shit. No, like, come on. I'm loving if you're, Crystal's reactions. If you're going to say something like that, make it to where it's like an impossible feat of height. Like, right? Make it to where it's like, it's so high, even planes can't go over it. It's so high that even spaceships can't go over it. Don't say it's 160 feet. It's 160 feet to the 7-Eleven down the street. Also, we've had expeditions to Antarctica. What are they doing? Just just chilling out on the top of the mountain? That's what I'm saying. It's 2022. I know planes can fly over there. And if it's 160 feet, that means the plane could definitely fly over the wall and go right into space. Are they going to say we don't have an atmosphere? Is the atmosphere a disc too? Or does it only end where the wall ends? Like, oxygen's only going up to 160 feet. After that, it's... Uh, well, they do say that weather is created by the land. Well, shit. How does it do that? Couldn't be because the Earth spins around multiple times a day. That is, No, you know what? You cannot say... You cannot say, as a flat earther, that it's still the Earth producing weather when clearly there's scientific proof that says the reason it does that is because it's rotating on an axle, like a, a sphere. It's just <laughs> rotating like a sphere. How are you going to say that? The stars don't move. The planets revolve around us. But shit, Earth can still produce snow. I tried really hard, but that one made me mad. <laughs> That's not right. That is so contradicting what they're saying. <laughs> oh, that makes me mad. I've got more. Oh, my gosh. 
It could still produce weather, though. Um, there are many pictures on the internet and in other media depicting the Earth as being round. Why do these not disprove the Flat Earth Theory? In general, we at the Flat Earth Society do not lend much credibility to photographic evidence. <laughs> it is too easily manipulated and oh altered. My God. It does not. Many of the videos posted here to prove a round Earth by showing curvature will show no curvature or even concave curvature at parts. Here's another funny thing. <laughs> if you watch videos of flat earthers proof that the proof that the earth is flat, it's probably a crown drawing. It shows it shows that the earth is round. Oh my goodness. Because they did the thing where they this one video, oh my god, I'm going to have to find it and show it to you. <laughs> so they used if you squint in your eyes, you clearly can't see that curve there. They used, so they were on a beach. It didn't say where they were, but obviously the ocean goes on forever. So they could have been for anywhere. That's not fair. You, I don't think they should use an ocean. So they could have been anywhere. Right. Looking out at the ocean. They were using a high-end Nikon camera that can zoom in like super far. Like you could zoom in all the way. Mm-hmm. And, and they zoomed in, so basically they were watching for ships going out and coming back. Okay, fair. And they were, sh they were showing how when the ship goes away, they were trying to... Um, how do I even say it? I don't know. But but you could see the part of the ship, like you could see it roll up. But it was so far out and zoomed in on this camera. So have you ever, I don't know if you've ever like been at the ocean and like stood out and looked out at the water. Even, yeah. out, of the, even out of the lake. Yeah. If, if it's a super big lake. Tahoe's right? pretty big. You can. There's a, so Above the surface of the water, there's, like, this really thin area where, like, things kind of disappear, right? It's like an optical illusion. Right. They were saying that that part proved that it was flat because the ship was lowering under it. How does that prove Okay, well, just a second ago, you said there's a fucking wall around the Earth. What? Right. So, so then... So, so then... They zoomed back out and it went like, right? So yeah. you're looking at it normal. <laughs> and they go, there, see, you can't see it with your naked eye. So it's got to be true. It is like, you're right, they just have a fucking excuse for everything. Right. It's like, okay, but like, you just said there's a wall around here. Does the wall not surround the ocean? And wouldn't they just not roll but fall off if that's the case? 
Because if it's totally flat, there's no point that the ship needs to go down anyway. Yeah, so if the ship is going down, where is it going down to? Exactly. When you just see it, just keep going and going and going and going and because going and going, but you won't see it go down. Yeah, it just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. It wouldn't disappear. But I mean, uh, maybe eventually when it gets to a very, very far away, you may see yeah, it go yeah. disappear, but In it's not going to go down. It's going to go smaller and smaller. Yeah, so this video to prove flat earth theory shows this boat lowering. Like it's going over a curve. Ah. No. Christy, no. Christina. Crazy. No way that that's what happens when a boat goes over a curve. So speaking of boats, if the earth is flat, how is circumnavigation possible? Right. Basically, you just go round and round and round and round inside the disc. Of course. You know. Is there any other way to travel? <laughs> I can't. It's just bullshit excuse after bullshit excuse. And like four-year-old. It's like, why is there paint on the cat? Maybe the cat rolled in paint. I don't know. It's so weird. You want to know more about this ice wall? Please. So they say... The quoting again from the website, actual verbiage here. <laughs> the earth is surrounded on all sides by an ice wall that holds the ocean back. This wall is what explorers have named Antarctica. Beyond the ice wall is a topic of great interest to the Flat Earth Society. <gasps> to our knowledge, no one has to been, our no one has been very far past the ice wall. And return to tell of their journey. <laughs> it's 160 feet. What we do know is that it encircles the earth and serves to hold in our oceans and help protect us from whatever lies beyond. <laughs> it's 160 feet. They're acting like it's 160 million feet. It's 160 feet. You want to tell me people don't live to tell the tale? Of scaling a 160-foot wall that people do on a daily basis? Oh. Um, so the picture I showed you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're referencing. It says, here's a picture of a proposed but certainly not definitive flat earth. So they're saying this is what it looks like, but they don't have any proof. They must have edited out with some computer software. And it's that same one I showed you. What the fuck is that? That is so stupid. <laughs> it is so stupid. So then, like, I guess Pangea never happened in their world, or did that happen as well? I, I guess not. Fucking idiots. <laughs> so mad. <laughs> Um, so, so, how do you explain day-night cycles and seasons? Do you want to know how? I would, because they can't say that it just happens. Or can they? So, they 
again, quoting, because you can't make this shit up. <laughs> I just want to make sure that everyone is perfectly clear on my laziness and just reading this website because it's, it's you know, it's fantastic. You have to, because like you said, you cannot make this shit up. This is stupid. I'm going to keep going. I'm just doing it for your action at this point. You know what? It's, I have got to, I need to know how they explain seasons. You can't sit there. I'm sorry. You cannot say the earth is flat, but we still get snow and rain and all this shit like that. There is a reason this happens per Galileo, like in the year 92. I don't know. Whatever the fuck he was born. Like, (laughs) that's how we get the seasons. I bet you the freaking Mayans, the dumb Mayans. Well, I guess I should say dumb Mayans. They're not dumb. They, They were smart, too. They were smart. They couldn't predict their own genocide. Certainly not. <laughs> but even they were like, the earth is round. Well, it's simple, really. Oh. I feel like this is all simple. Yeah. Day and night cycles are easily, easily explained on a flat earth. The sun moves in circles around the North Pole. When it's over your head, it's day. When it's not, it's night. The light of the sun is confined to a limited area upon the earth. So basically, it's like just a fucking flashlight, like hovering over. What? (laughs) I mean, I know the sun looks small in the sky, but it's a giant fireball in the universe. And, hold on, I have to find it, because I need the exact, I need the exact measurements. I need the exact measurements, hold on. This is so stupid. Okay. So it circles. Okay, so. The sun and the moon have the same dimensions. You want to, you know how big? Sure. They have a diameter (laughs) of 32 miles. (laughs) What did they do to take a tape measure and just hold it up to the sun like this and say, yep, that's about right. (laughs) And they hover, the sun hovers higher. Does it now? At 3,000 miles. But yet they're the same size. And the moon hovers at 2,500 miles. Let's put that in perspective, people, okay? From the west coast of the United (laughs) States to the east coast of the United States is about 2,000 miles. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. And so, I, I love how one hovers above the other, even though they're like the same size and you can look at them in the sky and they're averaging the same size. But hey, they're both 32 miles around. I'll come back to that part because I have an interview to read you as well. Oh, I'm, al- I'm almost done. I'm almost done. 
I just have to go through here. Oh, this turned out to be a little more fun than I thought it would be. This is so crazy. Okay. As a passenger on an aircraft, how is it I can see the curvature of the earth? Well, they say quite simply, you can't. But I can. If the earth were round, one would need to observe it from an altitude of 60,000 feet in ideal atmospheric conditions to have a clear view of the supposed curvature. Commercial aircraft do not fly that high. Generally, <laughs> cruising altitudes vary between 33,000 feet and 42,000 feet, with 36,000 feet being a commonly cited figure. In addition, the windows on commercial aircraft are small and heavily curved. Even if they flew high enough for a person to see the curvature, it would still not be visible to the passengers. Because it's flat and it looks curved. Now! I love how the airplanes can go as high as the sun and the moon, but shit, we can't go any higher to see a curved earth. I have a question. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, wait, just kidding. Christina, you want to hop on a plane and go see the, the sun? No, no, wait, just kidding. Different, different, um, different measurements. Different oh, are they? Yeah, different measurements. Okay. It'd still mind. be really close, wouldn't it, though? <laughs> I was, I was thinking of something the, the wrong way. Okay. <laughs> I want to go see the moon. <laughs> if. Sorry, I have to burp. <laughs> I'm trying not to. I'm going to ask Richard to be like, hey, you want to fly to Vegas so we can go see the moon? <laughs> we get to see a close up. It's like right there. Okay. So, if the planets are round, why isn't the Earth? Easy. <laughs> So, planets. Oh, no! She used quotations! <laughs> from the ancient Greek meaning wandering star or wanderer, are orbiting astronomical objects. The Earth is not a planet by definition, as it sits in the center of our solar system, above which the planets and the sun revolve. <laughs> You're basically like, those don't count. <laughs> those ones don't count. They're not listed the same. <laughs> that one's got me dying. <laughs> Again, I don't know how we came to the Earth as the center of the universe. <laughs> oh, and you can see the moon and stars from airplanes. That can fly over 160 foot walls. I think the Great Wall of China is higher than that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the seasons. So back to the seasons real quick. Oh, man. This one I gotta hear. So, wait, hold on. I think I have to go back to the other page. <laughs> oh, you mean the planets that are out? No, those don't count. Don't look at those. Okay. 
So, and they, they have a nice little diagram here that I'll show Crystal. Oh, yay. I love the diagrams. <laughs> this one, though, is almost accurate because this is what happens. But that's because the Earth is sort of with the seasons. Yeah. When the sun is further away from the North Pole, it's winter in the Northern Hemisphere. They call it the Hemi Plain. Because remember, <laughs> it's not a sphere, it's flat. And summer in the South. Uh... So, yeah. So, Hemi Plain. So, so get it, Crystal? See? These are these little rings represent the seasons. So when the sun's up here, it's summertime. And when the sun's down there, it's wintertime. Oh my gosh. It's literally like you know those art thingies where they put like the can of paint and then it spins and then it just gets <laughs> wider and wider and yeah. then it comes right back or that's exactly what they're describing the sun. It's just <laughs> meow, 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 and it comes right back in the center. Oh my goodness. But it's like a flashlight, so it just kind of covers a little city here and there whenever it wants to. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, and so that's the only part that's like a little bit accurate, right? Because of how the Earth's tilted. Right. And it revolves around the sun. So depending on where the Earth is and how close we are to the sun, Creates the seasons exactly, but I'm not I'm not giving them any points for this because no. this is it's retarded. But okay. I do I love it if you literally just tie a ball to a string, <laughs> hold it over a CD, and then hold the ball way out and then make it spin and it goes all the way to the center. That's what they say our sun is that you can see from a plane. Oh, this is fun. Oh, this is really fun. How, people? How have we gone so far? I, you know. <laughs> How did we stray the line so far away after all that we've been able to accomplish? <laughs> so I'm going to move on to um, the other website. I'm not going to do as much, but some of their answers are just, you'll see. So Are they similar or are they just pulling excuses out of their ass too? They're They're similar. <laughs> But especially these first couple. So the, the first one was tfes.org. This right. one is the flatearthsociety.org. Just not spelled out in an acronym. Yeah. So they also have an FAQ page. <laughs> Their first question. Are you serious? <laughs> they read my mind. <laughs> yes, they say. <laughs> Yes, they are serious. Well, of, course of course they are. We are. <laughs> so Second question. That was it? <laughs> I thought they would like explain it. They're just like, yes. Yes. Yes, we are. Nope, yes. All right. That's yes, period. Okay. They I are mean, serious. Oh, right. Next question. <laughs> are you controlled opposition? No. Okay. Simple and to the point. Um, the, is the earth flat? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Back to, what about pictures from space? Right. 
a, a similar type answer, but they but they gave it a little bit different. So a lot of pictures, lots of pictures. There are a plethora of resources available that show us we can't trust the photographic evidence from organizations such as NASA. Some of the evidence that these should be, uh, some of these evidences that these should be discounted include constant changes in their depiction of the Earth. I'm sorry. <laughs> to me, it always looks the same, but. I mean, it looks a little clearer. That's what you mean. That's just my observation. Um, you know where that gets you. <laughs> inconsistent lighting in moon footage <laughs> and other irregularities which are discussed in depth by those who believe the moon landing was a hoax. Oh my gosh. Okay, so what about astronauts? <laughs> what do they do all damn day? <laughs> Most flat earthers think astronauts have been bribed or coerced into their testimonies. <laughs> Some believe mm. they have been fooled or mistaken. Those astronauts, man, bunch of fakers. Hold on. So they're saying that the reason that a photo from the 1930s has changed and doesn't look like a photo that we have now has absolutely nothing to do with the many years of technology that has come out and how cameras are getting better and better every day, which is why we could take clearer pictures as opposed to said picture that was taken from one of the very first cameras out there. It's because we're faking it. I honestly have no idea what they're referring to. I don't. Like, it's, it's not clear to me. I'm guessing from what they said is that everybody's picture looks different. But it has nothing to do with the camera. Because you could have a camera that's better than mine and we take the same picture something. But how can you say that we just made that shit up even though she just happened to have a better camera than me? Actually, I think it might, because I remember reading something else. I think it might more have to do maybe with the, um, what do you call it, perspective that the photo was taken from. Because something else said, I think it was um, Samuel Shenton in the 50s, how he was saying that, uh, he said that every picture you see, the continents are different. <clears throat> like they're, like it's a different angle, right? He goes, they're all different, so that can't be the same thing. It's fake. And nothing in their mind made them think one person took it here. One person took it way over here. No, because it's 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 not a sphere crystal. It's flat. It's not possible to look that way. My apologies. <laughs> so you're saying Okay, so what I'm guessing is that all you have to do is just go to the same altitude and you get to picture the entire landscape of this little disc that we're on. I mean, I guess so because the moon's not that fucking far, apparently. So... <laughs> That's my guess. Do we even have oxygen anymore? Like, is that what's going on? I don't know. 
Okay, here's that part. So it says, is there an edge to the earth? They say the flat earth society, along with previous notable flatists, <laughs> such as Samuel Shenton. Isn't that really close to like flaccid and, and <laughs> words like that? I mean, if you want to be going by that. <laughs> Believe there is no end to the earth and that it continues indefinitely. The only edge to the earth is the one you are standing on. Some math describing this can be found in our blog article. So, base, yeah, so this is where the earth is infinite. So, this website says there's no 160 foot wall that the earth just fucking goes on forever. No, they have that in here. Oh, they do have the wall. I, I skipped over that. But I wanted to, like... How can it be infinite, but then have a barrier around it? Right. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. So, yeah, it's infinite, but it has a barrier, and also things can move around it. If it goes on forever, then you you can't can't go around it. it. No, you can't. Do they know the word infinite? (laughs) Should we email them the Webster's definition of infinite? You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. No, it means it's forever. <laughs> little princess bride there for you. Okay. Um, it's infinite, but it's got barriers. Okay, I'm done with the websites. I just have to, and I don't know, maybe we are running long. Yeah, it was about an hour. I thought this was going to be pretty short. I thought so, too. But you know what? I had fun with that one. Yeah. I I mean, I tried not to, but y'all need to be made fun of if that's what you really think. I did start having fun. I'm sorry. I did start having fun with this because the reactions I'm getting from Crystal are golden. Okay. So I found an article. um, Okay. So I talked about how it was first, like, um, came about in the late 1800s, right? And then there was another resurgence in the 1950s. And then modern times, I I know it got another resurgence. Yeah, I know I've heard about it for a while. I don't remember when it, um, I forgot to look up like when it made like a huge comeback. The article, the um, interview I'm gonna read is from Vice from August of 2014. That's really not that long ago. So that's not that long ago. But also, so because we live in the internet age, right? Right. It really blew up on YouTube. And there was like this huge backlash against YouTube because their algorithm that they use to recommend you videos, like... No matter what you were watching, they were throwing flat earth stuff at you. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you... Yeah, because I was going to say, like, I didn't know it was a thing. I mean, I know people had, like, said it way back then. Mm -hmm. But, like you said, that was because they can only walk, like, ten feet out their door. And then (laughs) before they got eaten by a lion or some shit. So, it's like, I can see that. But then when it came up not too long ago and people were really like oh no it's really flat i was like what yeah y'all really believe this Mm -hmm. no so yeah so it didn't matter what you were watching so you could be watching a video of the moon landing and it would suggest flat earth videos (laughs) you could watch um like sailboats or something and because it's on the ocean it would 
uh, recommend flat earth videos. So like, so maybe there was a flat earther that worked for YouTube and was just trying to get all this shit out there. Right. It had to have been something. So, um, yeah, so this, oh, and then in 2018, there was that documentary Behind the Curve that was on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't watch it because it's not on Netflix anymore. I really wanted to. Mm. And I never did watch it. I I was going to watch it for this, but it's not on there anymore. Uh I don't know where you could watch it, but. Maybe renting it on Prime or something. That got people talking about it again because, yeah. It's, uh, it's like people just want something to believe in nowadays. But choose something plausible, people. Come on. Yeah, this is far, this is like about as far-fetched as like purple dogs <laughs> that aren't colored. Like, I mean, like they're talking, this dog was born purple. I bet you they think Clifford's real. <laughs> yeah, and so the interview is pretty short. Um, but so it goes, um, vice. Hi guys. Can you clarify your flat earth concept? People from the flat earth forum. Welcome on board. Our group carries. (laughs) He is so not on board. You can tell. They say our group carries on Samuel Robotsman's work. In his book, Zetetic Astronomy, Earth, Not a Globe, he demonstrates that our planet is flat. He died 130 years ago, but his opinion survived. His opinion survived. Boom! Boy, does that hurt. Like him, we base our reflection on Zetetic Method, an alternative to science, which asserts that sensory observations prevail over scientific theory. Through logical deduction and empirical data, we maintain that the Earth is flat. Here's the thing, though. It's like, they keep saying, it's like, we observe this. I know. It's like, okay, well, then where's your freaking proof? You can't just look out your damn door and say, boy, that looks flat. That's that's not visually seeing it. I've got another observation for you. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a few years ago when that viral photo of the black, is the dress black and blue or is the dress gold and white? Yes! It's the same freaking thing and they contradict themselves constantly. And that's not observation, that's perception because that starts in your brain. Yeah. It's not starting from what you actually see. It's your brain does things to conform to what it doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. And that's what perception is, is your brain formulates things so that it can understand what's going on. That's why there's optical illusions. That's why there's something. You could see, like, what is it? There's that rabbit and duck thing. Your brain's yeah. going to pick out something, and it's not necessarily what is there. Mm-hmm. It's just that's the first thing your brain's going to pick up on because that's what your brain knows, and that's what makes your brain comfortable. And so, di- different people see different things. So how can you... The whole, this is why I was getting mad. Yes, because that makes no sense. They're like, well, we base it on observation. It's like, you can't because (laughs) observation is just your brain coping with whatever the fuck it has to do to live. And this is why I started out with the facts. (laughs) Because this goes off the rails so hard. Uh... 
So Vice Guy says, okay, but how do you explain the fact that we can't see the same stars depending on which hemisphere we're in? And the Flurfers say, we all know some stars are visible from the southern hemisphere and not from the northern hemisphere, but the reason behind that is electromagnetic and optical acceleration through an etheric whirlpool. We believe in cosmic speed, but in an esoteric sense. What the fuck does that even mean? I think what they're trying to get at is that the stars move. But that's it? Like, how are you going to know? Like, what? Are you saying the universe is what fucking rotates now? Because cosmic speed is based on things moving in space. Because, hey, the Earth is fucking moving. <laughs> I don't know. If you go out into space, the stars don't move because they're basically planted in that little spot in the universe. So you can't say that it moves. And you can't say that you believe in cosmic speed because cosmic speed is moving <laughs> because we're moving on Earth. <laughs> this is what I don't get. <laughs> They're just pulling shit out of their butt and yeah. just throwing it at you. Exactly. They're total bullshitters. <sighs> so Vice Guy says... If the earth were flat and you put two sundials in two different places, they would have the same shadow, wouldn't they? And the flurfers say, certainly not. Because <laughs> remember, it spins on a fucking string. Observe the floor in your kitchen. It's flat, isn't it? Imagine there is a ceiling light and you just put a stick in a vertical sense. If the stick is perpendicular to the floor... The length of shadow will depend on its position in the room. It's just trigonometry, which also works on a flat earth. This proves that the sun is closer than the scientists say. <laughs> no! That's not how that works! And Vice Guy says, what do you mean? How far away do you think the sun is? And they say, it's about 2,500 miles above us. And he put it here for me in, in parentheses. He says, the distance between the earth and the sun, which astronomers call the semi-major axis, is alleged to be 93 million miles. Which makes more sense. It is a giant gas ball. If it was 200 miles to us, like, two, what, yeah, they said like 2,500 miles or some shit like that. Yeah. Some stu like stupid number. It would suck us in. Twice the United States, basically. That's nothing. So, yeah. So that would mean that the sky wouldn't be blue anymore because all we would see is fucking fire mm -hmm. and get sucked in because it's a fucking black hole and you can't get that close to the sun, which is why all the photos are like this. That's why the sun is only... Can, we can only make it look so damn big because if we get any closer, that's it. Get sucked right in and we're done. <laughs> Oh, but wait, the sun's only 32 miles around. Right. Duh. Vice Guy says, if I take the kitchen example again, it's pretty hard to compare the sun with a light bulb, as the bulb is much smaller than the kitchen, whereas the sun weighs about three... Oh, they weighed it. 
No, this is Vice Guy. Oh. The sun weighs about 3,000... Uh, no, 333,000 times what the Earth does. And they say, you're wrong. The sun and the moon have the same dimensions. Both stars have a diameter of 32 miles. So you could compare it to a fucking light bulb. Well, I guess in their mind, because in it's the size mind. of a fucking light bulb. In their mind. Vice Guy says, how can you be so sure? They say, when you observe the sun, it's always located between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn, which means a distance lower than 3,000 miles. How can you explain that a star whose diameter is 865,000 miles, according to scientists, could be seen between both tropics? It's just a logical deduction. No way that it's the center of the universe and we all seem to revolve around it and that's why it's a certain distance away from us. But that's just baloney, isn't it? They're saying it looks small because it is small, is basically what they're saying. Mm. Because it... I, we held a ruler to it, silly. Oh my that's God. why it's tiny. We measured it with our own measuring tape. So, because there's no way that there's distance involved in anything and everything's set up like all disproportionately. It's not going to be like, oh, well, it's because we're in one little ball and it's all the same, silly billies. No such thing as proportion in our world. That is the dumbest fucking thing in the world. Okay, well, I guess that's how it works. You look at the fucking sun and you're like, boy, that's small. Must be small. Obviously, they've never, they, they don't know what percept, like, visual perception is. Or, no, what's the word? Um, yeah. Perspective. That's yeah. What I mean. Visual It doesn't fucking exist in their world. perspective. None of it exists. So, Vice Guy says, if you look through a telescope, you will see that every planet and star in the universe is spherical. Why would the Earth be an exception? They say, don't go too far into sophism. It's not because every planet seems spherical that the Earth is spherical as well. Our planet is very special. First, it is inhabited. <laughs> well, special is the right way to put it. Yeah, first, it is inhabited. The ancient Greeks used to think the Earth was... <laughs> used to think the Earth used was to round. Think. <laughs> They're all dead now, so they can't think anymore. Because they believed every celestial body was a perfect sphere, including the Earth. They just strengthened their assertion with observation. Like you guys? Exactly! Well, shit! <laughs> what are the odds, man, that we both had an observation? But, Except theirs is backed with scientific proof. <laughs> Vice Guy says, okay, but that doesn't prove anything. Yeah, it doesn't prove shit. Is there any other generally accepted idea you believe is false? And they say, yes, of course. For instance, the sun is a spotlight which shines and lights up a defined area. If you're outside the luminous flux, it's dark. <laughs> When you watch a sunset, 
It's just the sun that stops shining for you. We also think that the North Pole is located. We also think. Oh my gosh. That this is when it's no longer scientific proof, people. It never has been. We also think that the North Pole is located in the center of the Earth. And beyond the border of the planet, there is Antarctica. What you think. <laughs> I like how she did Antarctica like in a fucking circle. <laughs> What you think is the southernmost continent is actually an ice wall which surrounds the Earth. The ice wall is 164 feet tall and holds back water, but we still have debates about what is beyond the wall. And Vice Guy says, simply, oh boy. I see. Thanks a lot, guys. I see. <laughs> Even he was like, yeah, we're not doing this interview anymore. End of interview. We're done. So, yeah. I just, I mean. Wow, this was weird. And. Ooh, I can't believe this is a thing. I can't. I, I, I can't either. And, yeah, I guess that did run a little long. But I just, wow. Humans are failing. This is why. Like, this is why aliens don't want to come by anymore, because they're probably laughing at us. I want them to come. I want them to take me away from here. They probably fly by, and you're like, flat earth? Okay. (laughs) Ain't no reason to probe these idiots anymore. Oh, (laughs) goodness. I think we've learned our lesson. And then the, one of the, the final thing I'll say is I did save it for the end, just because by this point, you've been able to hear just how ridiculous this is if I've not beat a dead horse enough. But so the conspiracy about the flat earth conspiracy is that flat earthers don't really believe the earth is flat. They just like to stir shit up. And I'm going to say that's no longer a conspiracy. I'm going to say that's a fact. I don't know how you can justify believing something that is so absurd. I know. Like, I don't, like, my brain, I want to believe that that's the case. That there's just, like, I think someone in Reddit said that this is, like, the the biggest trolling operation in in human history. It has to be. Because I don't, like, my brain does not comprehend how can you be so stupid to believe like this is a thing i i don't get it they literally saw a ship freaking fold over and they literally they still were like see that's proof it's not curved it's like bitch you saw it go down that's a curve that's why i'm like and the fact that they're pulling out excuse after excuse after excuse it's like it's it sounds very trollish. It sounds like just a bunch of people yeah. who are, well, I'm pretty sure it maybe started out as like this guy was like, well, shit, why don't you just observe your damn self? Sure, fine. But it's like, we're in 2022. At this point, we've taken it a little far. We have. The joke's not funny anymore. Cut no, it it's out. it's not. It's <laughs> like one person fucking sitting in their basement 
who's typing this shit up and just trolling people. That's exactly what it sounds like. And I'm going to have to say, I don't count that as a conspiracy. I think it's a fact. I think people are just saying this shit now. Because to get a rise. Like, exactly. Because it worked. <laughs> I've been a rise this whole fucking podcast. Like, <laughs> it's working, obviously. But that's what it is. I have to say that's what it is. I can't see. I, there's no... I know that everyone's got their beliefs and some are different than others, but there's still some kind of proof mm -hmm. as to why you're believing these certain things. Mm -hmm. This just fucking... Because they're like scientifically a, proven? Exactly. <laughs> like, come on now. Like, there's reasons that this is happening, but it's like somebody just farted this idea in the air and it took <laughs> off like wildfire. This is how cults start, people! Because somebody's like, hey, this is how things are. And people are like, well, hot dog, if that's what you say. And that's what it is. People were like, oh my gosh, like this guy said that the earth's flat. And I looked outside my front door and I said, gee, dog, you're right. Because like, I don't see a curve, like, from my window. So obviously... And it, it, it just, ugh, it's got to be trolls. It has to be trolls. Yeah. And then these people are like, well, this 160-foot wall that nobody can scale in the entire fucking world. <laughs> like, we've never done it before. Three foot, three fucking story houses, like 160 feet. And you want to tell me that nobody scaled that shit? The wall at the end of this infinite planet. There you go, right there. <laughs> that should be enough for people to be like, Really? It's infinite, but it's not infinite. Uh, you can't put infinite with not infinite. That's not how it works. Stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. And you know. <laughs> no, no more. No more of this, people. We cannot let this shit keep going on. <laughs> it is. It this is ends troll. today. No more. That was like my ex one time told me that like Christmas balls represented Satan's balls. That's why you don't put them on a Christmas tree. I was like, what kind of fucking blog did you read that from? Some fat guy in a basement? What the hell? That's what he told me. He was, he's one of those people where it's like, I read it on the internet, so it's true. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck, I wouldn't be surprised if he led that shit because he was stupid. But, uh, it, there's no way. There's just, I can't see how you can validate this to be real and actually believe that it's flat. I just can't. There's no proof. You looking at your front door does not count as this is obviously what's going on. Because like I said, the brain can do so much. Mm -hmm. Like an extraordinarily amazing organ. It can your brain can fucking trick you into thinking you had no damn leg, even though you have a leg. Like, that's how powerful our brain is. And you're just, like, going to trust it? Wasting it. it. You're just going <laughs> to trust it by looking out a door and saying, well, that's what my brain says it is. Even though your brain can trick you into thinking you don't have a leg, even though you can look down and say, I have a leg. It can trick you, but you're like, hey, but if that's what it says, right? <laughs> Are you going to be okay, Crystal? 
No, because my husband's going to hear about this later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell him all about it. He's just going to sit there and be like, wow. Mine already heard all about it. And he was, yeah, yeah he was about the same as you. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing, I knew it existed. But I never deep dived. Yeah, I never did either. Because you're like, that's fucking dumb. How can you believe that? And I then know. when you deep dive, you're like, why did I do that? <laughs> like, why? It's like, it's just this stupid, silly idea, kind of for a laugh. And, and then so you, you don't think. So I never thought, like, their, their excuses and stuff. Like, I never was like, well, how do they explain that? How do they explain Because I, I never cared. And yeah. now listening, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then you research it, and you're like, no, it's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not anymore, guys. <laughs> It's, uh, it's time to stop, okay? I'm calling your mother enough. I agree. And I don't blame you now for not going any further because it's like, <laughs> why? Why? It's just an excuse after an excuse after an excuse. That's all it is. Is what I learned is people are like, well, why do we have a picture of a spherical circle? And they're like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> but it ain't a circle. Why do you have season? I don't fucking know, but it's not because we're spinning on an axis. They happen. That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> well, I don't fucking know. It's just how it is. Sorry. I love the part about <clears throat> when the sun is above you, it's day. When it's not, it's night. Well, shit. Well, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> how it works, right? But it's not moving like a line across the sky because it's still going from, what, east yeah. to west. So no, it's... it's not an arc. And that's the yes. thing. Like, if you... I was, have you ever seen like those um, <clears throat> those time lapse videos of like the camera set up in the desert yeah. to like watch all the stars or whatever? You can fucking see the arc of the sun, just like the clouds are moving right now because it we're shifting. It would not move in an arc, nor would the sun if we were flat. Yeah, so you can't sit there and say, oh, well, the sun's, it's just because it's moving. It's like, because it's going around a fucking circle, idiot. No, it's like you said, it's like the, it's like the whirly thing. <laughs> that is so dumb. <laughs> when you showed me that picture, it's just like progressively going out <laughs> and out. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a kid's toy. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> it's like, all this shit's just fucking explained. How do you measure this thing? I don't fucking know, but it looks like it's 32 miles up there. Yeah, I... <laughs> it looks like it's 32 miles apart. I was... I honestly thought... I think the biggest thing for me is that I honestly thought this was just an internet phenomenon that took off. Which it did, but the fact that it's been around since the 1800s... Right. And we've made vast advancements and people still believe it's got to be trolls i mean it's, it's one like, thing when you're building a you know fucking little hut out of mud in the middle of nowhere and the only person you think is alive with you on this planet is your neighbor it's like that's one thing but that's because that's all we had mm -hmm. like we we're probably still killing saber two tigers when we thought the world was flat so it's different to say, okay, well, you guys kind of had a valid explanation as to why you thought that. Because you thought Bob over here and Bob over there, that was it. It's like you three on this little tiny thing, it's Earth. This is Earth. This is all we know. <laughs> you're not going to fly out or fucking take a ship somewhere because then we're going to, like, around. Yeah, can't do it. 
Well, when you're in 2022 and you're still commenting and saying that, like, the earth is flat, it's like, no, you just need to be smacked is what it is. <laughs> like, you just straight need to be bent over, fucking smacked with a switch. That's what it's called, switch. We'll pick out a switch from the tree and it's smacked on it and fucking... And then you can go right back into your room with this globe and stare at it because you realize that that's what it fucking looks like. <laughs> this is, it's just, they need ass beatings. People like this are long overdue. Mm-hmm. This will make me mad. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I'm glad you're as angry as I am. <laughs> I, think, I think you're more heated than I am, actually. I'm a very big science buff. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, I, I live by scientific proof. Like, there's, you know, there's always a reason for something. But there's no reason for this. You're literally just making <laughs> shit up. Yeah. Basically. You're going to tell me unicorns exist too? Santa Claus? In your little North Pole that everybody else surrounds way at the top there? Oh, wait. Sorry, not the top. Straight ahead for me. This is fucking flat in the center where fucking Santa Claus is and the Easter Bunny. I don't know. And your fucking world makes fucking sense since everything else does, right? <laughs> They're fucking roommates. Uh, you see, people? You see how dumb that sounds? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let that one sit in your head. It's stupid. <laughs> I think Crystal needs a punching bag. <laughs> I'm telling you, poor Richard's going to get an earful of this when he gets home. And she's going to fire me right back up. She's going to walk in the door. Hey, honey, how was the show? Oh, you won't believe what Christina said. <laughs> and I had a thought in my head. I'm like, this is not, this isn't a podcast where I drink at Old Milwaukee. Like, this is, like, one of those ones where I need, like, a real shit because I just cannot relate to how stupid this sounds. I'm like, it's not working. It's so dumb. All right. I'm going to call it here because I'm getting flustered. This is just wow. Although, it did, I think it did make a good episode. Did it? I think so. I wasn't, I honestly wasn't sure how this was going to go, because like I said. I did like the interesting, like, facts about how he measured the earth. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, and I wanted Man, to. Man, I wish I was that smart. Obviously, it's something <laughs> you learn in school, but I wanted to be able to look it up and get it I right. I don't know if I ever learned about him being like. He doesn't sound familiar. Fucking two miles off, almost. But, yeah. It was fucking but impressive. Still. He was on it. He's mm-hmm. just like, hmm, based on the shadow, I suggest it's this. And people are like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't do If I did that shit, I'd be a millionaire. <sighs> well, alrighty. We got things planned for you. Coming up. <laughs> we got things planned that aren't going to be like this. Yeah. Although, one of the weeks, I think one of the weeks will be a... a Oh, no, it won't be a break. That's right. No, okay, we're going to be up to it. I'm getting my tonsils taken out, so we're trying to... We Plan. planned it. I think we, got we planned it. it pretty good. We got it planned out. We'll we'll have an epi- a weekly episode for you guys. There won't be skips. <clears throat> we'll see how I feel on the 8th, though. I'm sure I... 
I say that, but like I have zero tolerance for pain. Like it's actually non-existent. Pain. Yeah, and I and what I've read is it's not even like throat pain anymore at that point. It's like throat, jaw, ear. Oh, so it's like it's all like this everything. is gonna hurt. And and then it's weird because it's like the first couple of days aren't too crazy because you're still high and stuff like that, you know. So you're coming off of it. And then it just kind of progressively gets worse as it's healing. And then, you you know, you just can't swallow. You can't talk. Can't do anything fun. You're weak. Because, <laughs> like, all your energy is going here to fix everything. So it's like you're weak and don't really want to do anything. And then it says, like, between the sixth and the eighth day, your pain is the absolute worst. Yay! And I think they said it's a mixture of everything healing, all your muscles are healing here, and the scabs are falling off. So it's having open sores all mixed into one. So they said it's like the most unbearable pain at that time. Mm. And then it just starts to go uphill after that. So apparently that's what I said. Six to the eighth day is probably the worst pain in your life. And I talked to my boss, and she's like, I had three C-sections. She's like, I'd rather have that again than oh my have her tonsils out. So I'm like, yeah. eh. And I, since I have my, my pain threshold's non-existent, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. <laughs> Once it's healed, it'll be worth it and all that stuff like that. It's getting from A to B is mm-hmm. what's going to be the worst part. Yeah. And poor Richard. <laughs> Nurse Richard has to handle it. <sighs> It'll be, it'll be interesting. Oh, and then they said not to swallow either. I'm not going to get into details, I guess. They said not to swallow because you'll be swallowing your blood and it makes you nauseous and then you just... Ooh. Yeah. And you don't want to do that because it's on open source. But it's a reflex sometimes. Like, like, swallow your spit all day. Like, it's like a reflex for me. Yeah. That's why it's going to be hard. It's going to be a tough one. Keep I, a spit cut by the bed. It's rated, <laughs> it's rated number four out of the most painful surgeries adults can have. Ooh. Yeah, the first one being, like I said, the hemre- hemor- hemorrhoidectomy, I think is what it was called. Just because you won't be able to sit mm-hmm. or poop or anything <laughs> like that. Um, spinal surgery. Mm-hmm. So it's again, you can't sit. And it's like a, a mega working yeah. thing. And then the throat. Because, again, you use it all the time, uh-huh. and it's just going to be really painful. Yeah. So that's my next couple of weeks. Yay! But I think by the 8th, if I'm a little quiet or a little hoarse-sounding, that would be why. Not <laughs> sick. I just, you know. So heads up. Dying. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at... Corner combos. I brain farted there. <laughs> My brain's all fuckered up right now. I messed her up. <laughs> Corner combos. <laughs> and then Instagram at Corner Combos Podcast. And thanks for all the follows. It's blowing up. Did you see? Yeah. You guys are awesome. I have been going through every single one of them, and it's like getting to be like five a day now. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy fuck, guys. Nice. So, thanks. 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 Yes. Yes. Hopefully, you still listen after this one. <laughs> and I welcome the hate mail because I will I will throw a picture Earth right at you. I don't even care <laughs> if 
you really want to, but at least I have facts that I can back up. <laughs> so come at me. Not really, because sometimes trolls can be really mean, and I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So. But. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I hope not, actually. Please don't be mad at us. No, don't be mean. I'm sorry I called you guys idiots, even though you're idiots. <laughs> but yeah, and so... Spooky season is upon us, so look yes. out for that. We have a fun October, and... Um, it's going to be fun. We'll actually get to do it this year. I ha- I feel it. I can feel it. Oh, yeah, because everything's going to... Everything gets cleared out on this one. It won't be a repeat of last year. Nope. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. Everything gets cleared out. All of our episodes are still on Spotify and everything from one to... Now, so there's no point keeping them on here right now. Uh-huh. And yeah, so <laughs> no crashing on our end. No. <laughs> we don't need to save them all. Or if we do, I have an external hard drive. So it works out perfectly. Yay, external storage. This time it's gonna work. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye.